Hello, and welcome back to Reporting Live from the Middle of Nowhere, a podcast that does exactly that. I'm your host, Beth Scott, and today we are joined by a very special guest, Haley Smith, director of the recent film Supergirl, a retelling of the Supergirl comics. She's here to talk to us about the female gaze in action. Welcome, Haley. Thank you so much for having me. Now, when choosing this film and going through the early stages, what do you decide to do that makes this version of Supergirl stand out from the others? Well, when starting the process, I definitely wanted to make sure that Carl was not forced to grow up too much. Too often, young women in film are forced to be mature, sexy, etc., when they should just be mature ring. I definitely think that the female gaze is very real, and it allowed me to make sure I wasn't over-sexualizing a teenager. I do this to protect the narrative as well as the actresses involved. Really great point about not putting the actresses in a situation that they're uncomfortable in because we do hear quite a few stories about that. So much of film is visual. What visual choices did you take in order to, as you put it, protect the narrative? Something that I know many film directors are conscious of now is what the camera is centered on. Cleavage versus face, you know. I really wanted to make sure that it was clear that Carr is in control of how she is seen. There is no kind of gratuitous sexual content or storyline. A really prime example of gratuitous content in cinema is when looking at The bomb- Bombshell versus The Assistant. Both films look at sexual harassment within the media industry, but The Assistant, directed by a woman, does not go into vivid detail about the harassment and doesn't show the predator in action, whereas Bombshell does. We all know what happens behind closed doors, we don't need to relive it. And that was the thinking that Kitty Green, the director, had when creating her film. Definitely something to think about, yeah. Um, You mentioned the female gaze earlier. Can you elaborate on that? So, Laura Mulvey Mulvey was the scholar who kind of coined the term. She saw cinema as a kind of voyeurism. It appeals to the male gaze three times. While being filmed, you know, through the director's eyes, the men within the film, the characters, and the male audience watching the movie. Creating cinema through the female gaze re-centers women and their contributions, which have long been relegated to the outskirts of socio-historical narratives. Very true. Um, did you have any other models that you looked at when creating your film? Definitely. I mean, I look up to so many of the great female directors because they've gone through so many of the same struggles I've gone through in fighting to be heard. You know, whether it's being asked if you know my male co-producers like helped me like gave me all of my ideas or just you know being blocked out of award shows because of the kind of cinema I make but one director that stands out is Kathy Yan she directed Birds of Prey she took Harley Quinn and basically made her a feminist icon she changed the costuming didn't include scenes she didn't need to and the scene where Harley Quinn offers Black Canary a hair tie iconic. It resonated with so many people in the audience. Speaking of including unnecessary scenes, what was a section of the story that you changed from other versions of Supergirl? In this, in my retelling of Supergirl, there is no love interest, as there has been in previous ones. Instead, I chose to give Kara a best friend. This focus on female friendship has been occurring a lot in film recently, with movies such as Hustlers, Birds of Prey, Little Women... It's resonated with the public a lot. I think girls have been missing seeing something that they can relate to. Not that they can't relate to, you know, romantic relationships and love and things like that. But it's very important to show all scopes of relationships, both platonic and romantic. Because, you know, 
not everyone has a romantic relationship all the time but you know we do have friendships and it's very important you brought up the general audience's reaction to these types of films what has the response been within the industry honestly i think it's going to be a little while before these kind of films are recognized for so long films have been made for men by men war movies superhero movies even comedies you know the only woman to ever have won best picture at the oscars the only female director what the one for the hurt locker and you know that's a war movie and while you know catherine bigelow did a wonderful job on that film there are only two named female characters on imdb and it really does focus on the male gaze so now films are being made for women by women We now see women as the storytellers, not just aisles and stepping stones for male characters. Choices about costuming, camera angles, everything. You know, they don't have to be tailored for a male audience. And I think eventually this will be rewarded. Well, I can't wait for that day. I guess last question. What kind of movies do you enjoy watching in your free time? I honestly enjoy watching romantic comedies. They really show how women can use the material world to regain control of their stories. I feel like romantic comedies are one of those genres that really appeal to the male gaze. Awesome. You gave us so much to think about. Thank you so much for talking with me today. Of course, anytime.